السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا وحبيبنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين All praise due to Allah and may his peace and blessings be upon our beloved Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Welcome to tonight's podcast um, talking about issues related to the ummah um, and politics and all of the other um, contemporary issues that are uh, facing the ummah today um, to begin this topic, I want to start off by us going back in history. Um, going back in history to around the 1400s, the 1500s, where the Dawla Uthmaniyya was at its height. So they had just conquered um, Constantinople and Istanbul was now the capital, capital city of the Khilafah. And the Khilafah state was aiding the oppressed all over the world, including the Sephardic Jews who traveled from, um, from Spain and had escaped the Spanish Inquisition and were uh, taking residence in the Ottoman Empire. Now, the Sephardic Jews in, 14, in the year 1494, they had um, discovered a new piece of technology and this piece of technology they had found in Germany at that time. It, so it was initially uh, found in Germany. And so they had um, discovered this new piece of technology. And this piece of technology was, of course, the printing press. And so the Sephardic Jews, they introduced this new piece of technology into the um, Ottoman Empire, into the Khilafah. Um, during the late 1400s, early 1500s. And after studying the printing press, what it was, uh, the decision was made in 1515 to ban the printing press, to ban the use of the printing press by Ad-Dawla Uthmaniyya, by the Ottoman Khilafah. And this ban on the printing press would go on to last for 270 years and after 270 years they realized okay perhaps it has some value and they had allowed this piece of technology to be introduced in the um, Ottoman Khilafah. Now this incident in history it's not an isolated incident right it's something that Muslims will continuously face um, so long as we exist on this earth which is that we are going to be interacting with different civilizations. We are going to be introduced to different forms of technology. And so what this incident in the 1500s highlights is the need to have clarity on the issue of Hadara and Madaniya. Right? Hadara being some translated as being culture, civilization, Right or a culture from a civilization, and the madaniya being the material aspects that are a byproduct of that civilization, and so each civilization that has existed has had certain things that it's been known for. So at the time of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, you had the great Roman Empire, which had its own civilization, which had its own. Uh, technology which had its own advancements you also had 
the great Persian Empire as well, which had their technologies, which had their advancements. And uh, the case that we spoke about in the 1500s, it highlights the importance of understanding what is it that we can take from civilization? What is it that we can use from that civilization to our benefit? And understanding and having clarity on this idea of Hadara, which is the culture, right? The, um, you know, if we want to be really specific, it is the ideas that emerge from a specific civilization. So this is what we call the Hadara or the culture. And we distinguish that from what is called the Madaniya, which is the, the material aspects of that civilization. Right? And they can either be of a specific nature um, or a general nature. So in terms of a specific nature, so for example, the, the Roman Empire, um, in terms of its advancements in the fields of uh, material progress, you could divide their, you know, their, um, these aspects into um, specific aspects of the Madaniya or the specific aspects of the material um, progress um, which is specifically related to the Hadara which is specifically related to their culture for example um, during their time they were you know big on creating these uh, monuments and statues revering you know the Caesar or you know key personalities um, and so this this uh, type of art or this type of um, material that was um, that was discovered and that was being promoted at that time, it was linked to, to their culture, which was linked to their directly linked to the Hadara. And then there were other aspects, right, of their Madaniya, of their um, of their material aspect that were general in nature, right, and those relate to science and technology, right. So, for example. Um, there are their material advancements in the field of armaments, right? So they would, you know, they developed shields, they developed sophisticated, um, you know, materials for warfare. These sorts of aspects are general in uh, in this regard. And so, when we look at how Islam views these, we see that there are many ahadith of the Prophet ﷺ, many verses of the Quran, which relate to that first aspect which is the hadara which relates to their culture the cultural aspect or the the ideas um the main ideas which emerge from that civilization and in terms of the cultural aspect the prophet um, warned us and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the quran had emphasized in many verses the importance of keeping the integrity of the islamic aqidah Right? the purity of the Islamic Aqidah that when we engage with foreign ideas we have to do so on the basis of Islam Islam needs to be our starting point and the Prophet ﷺ in one hadith he prophesied that there will come a time when we will follow right the people of the past shibran bi shibrin wa dhira'an bi dhira'in right see the Prophet ﷺ says there will come a time when you will follow the people of the past handspan by handspan inch by inch until if they were to enter into the lizard's hole that you will enter it the companions they asked 
the, the Prophet ﷺ, are these the Jews and the Christians? And the Prophet ﷺ responded by saying, Faman. And so the Prophet ﷺ in this hadith, which is narrated by Sa'id al Khudri and is um, collected in the Sahihain in Bukhari and Muslim, the Prophet ﷺ is warning us of following in the footsteps of the Christians and the Jews, and that there will come a day in which we will follow them. Um, hand span by hand span, inch by inch, until if they were to enter a lizard's hole, that we would enter it. And the interesting thing about the lizard's hole is that it is dark, right? It is, it is a windy hole, right? And it's very difficult to follow. And so the Prophet warned us about following, right? Following uh, the Christians and the Jews. And in one incident, um, Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu an, he was uh, caught by the Prophet um, handling some uh, parchments from the Torah, from the from the Torah, which was the the Old Testament, the scripture of um, the Jews. And the Prophet turned uh, to Umar in an angry way, right? And he said to Umar radiallahu anhu, he said to him, "Wallahi nafsi biyadi." Right? The Prophet ﷺ, he said, By him in whose hand is my soul, I have come to you with the Bayda'un Naqiyya. I have come to you with something which is clear and pure. Right? He says, do not ask them about anything, lest they tell you something true and you disbelieve in it. Or they tell you something false and you believe in it. And then the Prophet ﷺ says, nafsi He says, And by him in whose hand is my soul, if Musa ﷺ were to be alive today, he would have no choice but to follow my path. And so the Prophet ﷺ, in this instance, he's talking and emphasizing upon the importance of remaining, of keeping the purity of Islam. That the Prophet ﷺ had revealed this deen to us, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had revealed this deen to, to us, Bayda'un Naqiyya, clear and pure for us. And if we begin to adopt different ideas, different thoughts, different concepts from other civilizations, it has the danger of corrupting it. Right? It has the danger of corrupting our, um, our aqidah. It has the danger of corrupting our Islam and polluting it. Um, on the other hand, in terms of the madaniyah, the material aspects that emerge from a civilization, we see the Prophet ﷺ on multiple occasions using technologies from uh, different civilizations. Right? And a very um, obvious case in point is during um, the Battle of Khandaq, in which Salman al-Farisi, who was a man of a Sahabi of Persian origin, he comes to the Prophet ﷺ with the idea of uh, surrounding Medina with a trench, right? And this trench would surround Medina, and it was a new piece of technology. It was a new um, way of looking at warfare um, that was borrowed from the Persians, 
Right? So Salman al-Farisi, having been brought up in Persia, he recalls the Persians using trench warfare as um, as a tool or as a strategy. And so the Prophet ﷺ adopts this, even though you know it had not been seen in the Arabian Peninsula at that time, and it was something from a foreign civilization. So the Prophet ﷺ had no qualms in adopting, had no issues in adopting that tech, uh, that piece of warfare technology that was used. So when we look at how the Prophet ﷺ viewed it, he saw that the ideas, the collection of ideas which emerge from a civilization are specific to them. And we should not be adopting them. And we should not um, entertain them right? in terms of looking at their ideas and saying, oh, look, there could be a good idea here. right? Like with that incident that happened to Umar bin Khattab, the Prophet ﷺ, he, he said very clearly that there may be some things um, in it that are true and because you disbelieve in the Torah that you will, you, that you will disbelieve in it. right? Or there may be things uh, which are falsehood and you might believe in it. So it's not clear as to what the truth and what the falsehood is in these um, different ways of life. And so uh, in terms of the Hadara, in terms of the culture which emerges from a specific civilization, it is important for us to maintain that, that distance. It is important for us um, to not um, adopt these ideas, to not adopt these thoughts and concepts um, in fear that we might corrupt our own understanding. And on the opposite end of the spectrum, we have the Madaniya, right? The Madaniya being those material things which emerge from a civilization. If they are specific, related to, um, um, related to the Hadara or linked in with, uh, you know, their ideas about life, then these things would become prohibited. But in terms of the general Madaniya, the general aspects of um, that the the material products that come from that civilization, then yes, we can adopt it, right? So in terms of if we go back to 1915 now, and we look to um, the printing press, the advent of the printing press, then in terms of it being, you know, a a general material thing that is a product of um, Western civilization, we can adopt it. We can adopt the printing press. But what we can't adopt is, for example, um, uh, missionary materials being published in these printing presses. We cannot allow books that contravene the Islamic aqidah to be printed from these printing presses. But in terms of the technology itself, then we can use it, right? So um, fast forward to where we are, right? In the 21st century, um, we have um, obviously Islam, Right, in terms of our hadara, right, our hadara, our culture emanates from the Islamic aqidah, which is La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. Our sources are the Quran and the Sunnah. This is the basis upon which we look at man, life, and the universe. We look at it upon this basis that we have, uh, we believe in Allah, and that Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the messenger of Allah. Right. And on the other end, on the other side, we have Western culture and Western civilization, right? Which, which is uh, a robust civilization. It is the current leading civilization um, in the world today. 
and has a culture which permeates uh, throughout every country in the globe, right? Um, if you were to go even to to Mecca and Medina and other parts of the Muslim world, you would all see um, Western influence. You would see Western culture being adopted by the inhabitants um, of of these places, right? Due to the you know due to globalization, global capitalism, Western corporations um, being present uh, in the Muslim lands, and so you have now this. Um, these two cultures, right? You have the Islamic culture, which is born from the Islamic aqidah, and you have the Western culture, which is born from the ideas of separation of religion from state. It's born from the ideas of the freedoms and liberties, um, and is founded um, upon the the world view that um, everything is about benefit, right? And everything is about um, promoting or increasing uh, the uh, you know the um, the gratifying of one's desires now um, with regards to the western culture you know Taqidin and the Bahani and this was uh, you know in the 1950s he states with regards to the Hadara of the West right the the culture of the West he says the spiritual crisis in the people, perpetual anxiety and widespread evil all over the world today serve as glaring and oppressively clear indictments of the results of the Western Hadara. Right? So in terms of the stark contrast, you have the Bayda'un Naqiyya, which is the clear clarity um, of, of the Islamic Aqidah that the Prophet mentioned. And then you have western culture right with all of the products that come from this culture right you so you see for example in terms of their culture you know the promotion of celebrity materialism and all of these things what it has led to right it's led to um anxiety it's led to depression increased amounts of depression it's spread, led to really a civilization uh, civilizational decay right in in terms of ideas of morality and uh, stability and and these sorts of things and you compare that with the islamic culture now the correct understanding of the hadara and madaniya will allow us to navigate through this and to state that any of the ideas that emerge from this civilization are not to be accepted because this these ideas stem from a hadara and a, a culture and a worldview that contradicts Islam at its very core, right? And these are about materialism, benefit, uh, the freedoms that they enjoy, right? And all of these other uh, foreign ideas and concepts, right? And the, in, in terms of, the, and when we have the correct understanding, we'll also know as well that in terms of their madaniya, in terms of their the material progresses which the West is experiencing, right? That we can, in terms of the general material things, we can benefit from it, right? So, for example, you know, um, when the latest iPhone or device is released, right? There is no problem in a Muslim purchasing these items, benefiting from the technology, using these technologies to give da'wah, right? At the moment, um, I mean, 
I'm in our studio, right? I'm I'm um, sitting in front of a camera. Got a brother here on um, on on the computer recording this, right? It's being uploaded onto Facebook. These are part of the madaniya, the general madaniya. These are part of the material aspects of this civilization that we can use and harness. But those, the other material things which stem from their culture, these things are to be avoided, right? Things, for example, like, um, you know, in terms of image making, right? We can, um, we can use cameras, right? This is a piece of technology that can be used, right? And you can print images, right? But if these images are contravening the Sharia, then these would not be permitted. Right. Likewise, as well, um, images on a computer screen, right, that are um, haram, that are um, that are lewd in in nature. These sorts of things would be permitted, but the technology itself is is permissible, right? And so, if we understand these concepts, these very these this very important concept of the hadara and madaniya, we'll know how to navigate through the West. Right. Sometimes, for example, we'll often get, um, you know, you'll often get people asking, okay, so look, Ustad uh, Rayyan, you have a phone, right? And this phone was uh, manufactured in the West, right? It was manufactured using the technology from the West, right? And you're saying that we should reject democracy, right? This is a product of democracy. Why, can't, uh, why are you using this phone then? Right? And this, the question itself comes from that corrupted and that wrong understanding of culture and civilization right and that there should be a very clear distinction between the two in terms of the ideas right democracy the freedoms um, um, secularism right secular liberalism these are ideas and concepts which directly uh, attack or are, are contravening the aqidah of la ilaha illallah muhammad rasulullah Whereby they, this, you know, they're promoting this idea that man should have the authority, right? Whereas Islam says no, right? That Islam is the only deen that we can follow, right? Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, for example, he says in the Quran, "وَمَا يَبْتَغِي غَيْرَ الْإِسْلَامِ دِينًا فَلَا يُقْبَلَ مِنْهُ وَهُوَ فِي الْآخِرَةِ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ." That whoever accepts or whoever adopts a deen other than Islam, then this is not accepted from him. And in the akhirah, in the hereafter, he is going to be from amongst the losers. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the proper understanding of this idea of hadara and madaniya. And with this understanding, we can then start to navigate through this world and understand and put things in the correct place. Right? When we are confronted with Western culture or differing cultures differing ideas then we know where it's where we stand with regards to that but when it comes to the technologies we know where we stand with regards to that may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us with the correct understanding um, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all wa sallallahumma wa sallim wa barik ala sayyidina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam wa sallamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh